Hello and welcome to Active Bryant Systems. This is Scott Bryant, your host, and Happy New Year to everyone out there that's listening. And this podcast is all about why you're not getting the results in the gym, in your workouts, and why you may have given up already on your New Year's resolution, which 98% of people do. So the first thing is that there's eight reasons why you may not be getting the results that you're looking for. Training the body and exercising the body and trying to lose body fat is really a science now. And it's not just about calorie counting or reducing calories or going into a calorie deficit that I really, really hate with a vengeance. Because I believe that uh, calorie deficit diets, yes, you'll lose weight to start off with. But then as soon as you go back to your normal way of eating, of not calorie counting because you're stressed out because of your job or wife or life just uh, speeds up and you just don't have the time to calorie count, you'll put all the weight back on. And then calorie counting doesn't deal with uh, blood sugar regulation, doesn't deal with hormonal regulation, uh, doesn't deal with fungus and parasites and other issues that people can have. So first things first, it's all about your gym program. And I would say 90, 95% of people don't have programs in the gym. And I worked in the gym last year and walked around the gym for two weeks. Spoke to nearly every single member and none of them had a program and they had 900 members. There was only one or two that had a program and then the personal trainer programs that were given out by the personal trainers were on a bit of paper, not even A4. And then the trainer was writing down what he was doing with his client, but doing the same thing with every client, which was crazy. We all have uh, a different fingerprint. We all have a different eye color. So we all need a different unique diet. We all need a different unique program. According to our sports needs, and our needs and our goals. So if you're looking to gain 10 pounds of muscle in 10 weeks, is it possible? Yes, it is if you do it the right way. Now, many people or many trainers will argue about this with me, uh, but I've been studying Charles Parlequin's work and Charles Parlequin was the most successful strength and conditioning coach in the world, or this is how he marketed himself. And his programs design was about speed of the exercise that you are doing, the amount of exercises that you are doing, how regular you change your program. So for somebody like myself, I need to change my program every two weeks because I've been training for 30 odd years. Now, if you've been training for one or two weeks, should you get a program every every two weeks? Definitely not. Should you have a program every four to six weeks? Well, definitely, depending on how much DOM pain you're getting, how much your strength is going up, how much you're improving from week to week. And if you were with a good trainer, personal trainer or coach, they should be able to design you the perfect program. But unfortunately, 90.9% of them can't. And it's simply because they've done no extra studying from their studying that they've done online or studying that they might have done with Premier or YMCA in the UK or other organisations. 
because these organizations just want the three thousand pound out of the trainer then they don't give a then they don't care whether you're successful or not they don't care whether your programs are correct or not it's only you yourself personally as a personal trainer whether you're going to give the best program design or not now i pride myself on doing absolutely amazing programs simply because of the 22 years of experience I've got. And two, I've read a lot of books on program design. So I've done advanced uh, program design with the Czech Institute, then advanced program design. Then I've looked into German volume training and I've looked into HIIT training. Then I've looked into Bulgarian training. So I've looked at many different systems of training and I've got about five different books on different training regimes or exercise programs simply because what may work for me may not work for you and vice versa so for argument's sake i had a client that was genetically gifted had a huge amount of muscle and he was a golfer and he was i don't want to gain any more muscle scott i've got to stay lean so i would never put him into the 8 to 12 rep zone of hypertrophy of gaining muscle because I knew that's purely what he didn't need but I know as a golfer he needed some strength some core strength so I had to make sure that he was in the rep zone of uh, one to six in which to build really good core strength and speed and power but no hypertrophy zone because he wanted to stay lean even though he had a huge amount of muscle. Probably the most muscular guy I've ever trained in 22 years. But the most committed guy I ever trained as well. So when it comes to program design, make sure that you find a trainer, coach, or don't do an online fucking program. Because if you do an online program, they're not taking in your winging scapula, your winging scapula, your weak serratus anterior, your forward head, your inverted breathing uh, uh, breathing pattern, your anterior pelvic tilt, your tight hamstrings, your your loose quads and your tight calves and your uh, atlas subluxation or any other issue that you may have will not be taken into account in your online program. And I've probably seen 10 clients have had online programs and wonder why their bodies are in a mess. And this is purely why. Because that program is designed generically for everybody, not for you individually. Okay, so the next reason why you may not be getting results is because of your supplementation. Now, I'm a great believer in supplements and I have been for a long time, but I've not been taking bodybuilding supplements for a long, long time. Well, I can't remember when I ever have. I've only taken supplements to heal the gut to make the gut stronger or to get rid of parasite or to get rid of fungus or maybe if i had a little bit of pain i'd take some fish oil so but since uh, studying uh, german volume training and the book german body comp training by charles parlequin who is stated to be one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the world states about taking uh, branched teen amino acids, taking fish oil, taking, taking leucine, and taking many other different supplements in which to gain muscle, in which to get leaner, in which to get faster and stronger, quicker. 
Now I put this on TikTok and I've had a big caning, but the, the videos had over 50,000 views. Or the, yeah, the video that I've had on TikTok, 50,000 views. And uh, in this video I say about, you can gain 28 pounds of muscle in six to 12 weeks. Now you're all gonna be going, well Scott, that's impossible, that can't happen. Well, it bloody well can. And I'm feeling it in my own body. My arms feel thicker, fuller. I'm now having to change the weights that I've got indoors because it's not enough. Uh, in which for me to tear muscle or break muscle down, whatever you want to say, in which to uh, gain bigger arms. I want to get to 18 inch arms before I'm 52. So supplementation from a bodybuilding point of view is really important, but the bodybuilding supplements you can buy online are not good enough. I found researching BCAAs, 30 different companies didn't have enough in one scoop in which for you to get growth from or get repair from. So Charles Parlequin says if you don't if you take less than 20 to 40 grams of BCAAs, you're wasting your time. Now, to take 40 grams of BCAAs, in the normal average scoop, you'd get just under one gram. So you'd need 40, 40 scoops. Do you see what I'm saying? So really, the supplements out there online, on Amazon and places like that, are not high enough in the BCAAs in which for you to get your growth and repair. The same with the fish oils. If you buy fish oils on Amazon or other places, you'll find that the DHEA to EPA ratio is too low in which to get fat loss. So Charles says 15 grams of uh, fish oil until you get down to 10% body fat, then reduce it down to another level in which to <laughs> keep the body fat down. Then the same thing that uh, Charles Parlokin talks about is that zinc, how high are your zinc levels? If your zinc level is not high enough, then your testosterone won't be at its highest level. The same as taking BCAAs before your workout and end of your workout. At the end of the workout is aiding recovery and lowering cortisol. But when you're taking it before your workout, it's to give you more of a testosterone drive. And I found that to be different in me. So uh, I heard about the bio signature about eight or nine years ago, I think. And uh, a guy introduced me to it, done some measurements on me, but I didn't really understand it because I was really in the head space of pull check, pull check, pull check. And Charles Parlequin and Paul Check were sort of like in competition with each other. And uh, <coughs> I decided I wanted to go to the Czech route until I completed it. Now I've completed it. And now I'm going deeper and deeper into the Charles Parlequin work, even though Charles Parlequin has, has passed away. But I've been in touch with them in America and they say they've updated everything. They keep improving it. And... Uh, it's not a one fix fix alls, if you know what I mean. Same with the check system. 
But the difference with the check system, there's not really anything about supplementation unless you do metabolic typing. And there's not really much about uh, strength and performance with supplementation, which is a bit of a letdown really. But after wanting to study biosignature and reading more and more about it, I realized that maybe the bigger percentage of clients that I see come to me because they've got pain, injury, or they're not getting the result that they're looking for. They may have tried a Parlequin coach or tried different guys uh, and nothing's worked, especially if they're in pain. And this is what sets the, the check system to the Parlequin system is different. So Parlequin stated that Swiss, Swiss balls were only good for eight weeks of conditioning and for no longer. Now, I agree with that, but it takes, unless a client's seeing you three times a week, it will take a long time for you to get the result for that client. If they're seeing you once or twice a week, if they're not motivated to do the exercises on their own, in which to get the benefits. So I've had a check uh, students come to me and I've designed them a program with Swiss ball exercises in there and uh, corrective exercises and I know straight away when they've been doing it and not been doing it uh, with my experience and the tools that I've got in which to measure the body to see whether they have been doing it and the ones that are motivated do do it and I've seen huge change. And this is the great thing about the Parlequin Bio Signature is that you'll probably be taking body fat caliper measurements every four weeks, maybe, maybe, maybe sooner than that, depending on how quick the person's body changes. But you're looking at a six week program in which to get uh, body fat lowered down to 10%, depending on how obese the person is in the first place for one, two, how committed they are, Three, how much money they got because the supplements are not cheap. And four, how many times they're going to be in the gym. So I was working with a client a while ago. I hope he doesn't mind me talking about him. And he had uh, high amounts of body fat but low amounts of muscle, muscle density. So he booked me for a few weeks but I knew that wasn't enough in which to get the change. And then he's saying, well, I'm gonna do it on my own, Scott. But then I've seen him train on his own and he doesn't really push himself to the level that, they, that he needs to go to to get that change. And then money was an issue. So when money's an issue, then supplementation, diet's an issue, and all that type of stuff in which to get real proper change. But with the biosignature, supplementation is really important for change and training to the maximum. Now, a lot of the clients that I see will be in adrenal fatigue, you know, hormonal dysregulation, as well as aches and pains all over their body. So am I gonna get them to do a one rep max? Am I gonna train them till blood's spurting out of their eyeballs? Of course I'm not gonna do that because it'll be detrimental to them and they may take, it may take an average year to get them properly conditioned I worked with a guy a few years ago and he come to me with back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain, knee pain, been to see everybody, uh, nothing worked. And the first thing I said to him, I said, what's your diet? He said, I'm a vegetarian, sort of like vegan. 
And I went to him, are you willing to change that? And he went, well, I'm so desperate to get out of pain, Scott, I'll do anything. So I worked with him, so a year later, he was pain-free, training really hard, couldn't lift seven pounds off the floor, was lifting 110 pounds off the floor very easily, could balance on the BOSU one leg, doing a dumbbell press in the air, balance on the Swiss ball on his knees. So he could do all this amazing stuff. But if it wasn't for the corrective exercise and the flexibility, stability, strength, speed and power I took him through, he would never have been able to do that and he'd still be in pain today. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is bad exercise. So I see people doing the plank in the gym. Now I like the side plank, but I don't like the normal plank. And the reason why is that uh, I think it's 72% of people have got disc herniations or back problems that they don't even know about that they've got. They might feel a little twinge in the morning, a little dull ache occasionally and go, oh, I'm fine to train and I can do the plank because that's building my core. But then they won't do no lower back work. They'll do no lower strengthening on the lower back. Or they'll go, I can hold I can hold the plank for three minutes. But they can't balance on one leg for one minute. So it shows there's an imbalance. Does that make sense? So bad exercise is like doing the inner and out adductor exercise. Now, I see a guy that was a, a marathon runner doing that. And then I see another guy that was a rugby player. And I went, why are you doing this exercise? And he went, oh, it's building my adductor muscles. And I went, doesn't a squat do that? Doesn't a lunge do that? Doesn't a deadlift do that? Oh no, but I can feel it in my inner groin. I went, well, are you a female? No, I'm not a female. I went, well, why do you need to feel it in your inner groin then? Oh, it feels good. I like the feel of it the next day. And I went, so in your sport, do you ever sit on a machine squeezing your legs together? Do you ride a horse? No, I don't ride a horse. I said, so why are you doing the exercise then? Can't you see it's pointless? Oh, leave me alone, Scott. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about and I've been doing this for 22 years. All right, mate, I won't waste my time. And I walked off. Whereas another person, I said, look, you know, let me show you how you can... Uh, feel this exercise using a Swiss ball, using it in function for your body, not causing dysfunction. Oh, Scott, yeah, 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 it'd be good for you to show me. So another bad exercise, which uh, I've agreed with this since been in the fitness industry for 22 years and working out for 35, is that cardiovascular training is not needed. And in the book, just trying to find the book, the book called The Exercise, The Myth by Dr. Harry Salomon. He talks about where the heart beats so many times and it stops. And then he states that cardiovascular training doesn't improve heart conditioning. It can make it worse. Simply because you're overdoing, you're overtraining the system. Especially, in, especially if you're in adrenal fatigue or you're doing the same steady state cardio, which everyone agrees with, that's open-minded, that steady state cardio does not burn body fat. Does not burn body fat. Does not burn body fat. 
It makes your body an efficient calorie burner, not an efficient fat burner. The only way you make your body an efficient fat burner is by doing interval training. So if you was to train with me and we was to do intervals and you forced me to train you on the treadmill, it would be one minute hard, one minute easy, one minute hard, one minute easy. Or maybe uh, two minutes easy, one minute hard. And I get you to do it to the level that you feel sick. So you're going anaerobic. It's not nice. But some clients really love it because they get a top buzz out of it. But if they've got anterior pelvic tilt, forward head posture, winging scapulas, winks or rosates anterior, and in an inverted breathing pattern, I would want to change all that first. But 90% of the time or 100% of the time, if the client says to me, I want you to press a button on a machine and just motivate me, I'm going to be bored. So I need to say, I can't train you. Simply because I'm all about getting you the best results I possibly can for what you're paying for. So the same with guys using the Smith machine to be doing one rep max bench press. And then they go onto the bench press and they can't bench press 20 kilos aside. It's simply because they're making their body weaker because they're turning off their stabilizing system. The Smith machine should only be used by people that have got an injury or are disabled or somebody that's had a stroke. Not somebody that's looking for proper, you know, elite strength and conditioning. So really that should have a warning sign on it, that bit of equipment. The same with the inner and outer adapter machine that's a complete waste of fucking time in my opinion. Uh, the other thing, the seated chest press. Why can't you do a laying chest press on the floor, especially if you've got weak serratus anterior? Or maybe because you're hypermobile in your joints and you go far too much when you're bringing the bar down, that you uh, open the shoulder capsule and then you cause an injury or pain in your shoulder. And this is what a good trainer should be able to spot. But unfortunately, in 90.9% of the gyms now, there's only 1% of the gyms, are employing really good trainers. They're employing guys with minimum qualification. I look online and they're looking for level ones and level twos. Level ones doesn't mean you're at the top of your game. Level one means you're just starting. So they're getting level ones and level twos in the gym because they can't get the level fours or, or a master check practitioner like myself because they can't pay my hourly rate or because they want, they're charging the client 80 pounds an hour. They want to give me 10 so they make 70. Do you see what I mean? And I'm putting all my skill and expertise into that client getting 10 pounds an hour. Now an average earner would think, oh, 10 pounds an hour is a lot of money, Scott. It's more than the minimum wage. But as a PT, it's a piss in the ocean. It's a waste of time. And it's not gonna motivate me to put all my energy, you know, one to two hours into designing a program for a client in which to get them out of pain or make them fitter, faster, stronger and leaner. And that's the thing with the fitness industry. They, all these gyms moan about they have a big turnover of members, but they have a massive turnover of trainers simply because the trainers get disillusioned. They can't make money. They can't feed themselves. They can't pay their mortgage or their rent. So they end up leaving. The good guys do anyway, that see that it's a total waste of time. Okay, number four, bad lifestyle. So if you're looking for real change, if you're not getting at least 
seven to eight hours every night, how can you expect your muscle to rest, repair, grow, and for you to get stronger? Every time that you miss your sleep, you're gonna die early, simply because science is now saying when you miss sleep, it's like being in debt with the bank, you don't get that sleep back, so you don't get the money back. So it's really important to get your lifestyle right. What time are you training? If you're training in the morning, do you get a hard-on in the morning if you're a man? If you're training in the afternoon and you get a hard-on, that's the right time for you to train. If you're training in the morning and you get a hard-on, that's the right time for you to train. Different men have different levels of testosterone, which means that they get an erection at different times in the day. So this is the optimum time to train when you know your testosterone is at its optimum levels. Are you recovering enough? Are you training? I'm in there six days a week. I'm in there five days a week. And I go, how long you had the, how long you had the wrist pain? How long you had the shoulder pain? How long you had the elbow pain? I've had it years. Do you want to change it? Yeah, I do. Are you willing to train three days a week instead of six days a week. Oh no, I can't do that. I've got to be in here six days a week. I've got stress and anxiety. Uh, well, don't you realize that the stress and anxiety may be caused from you overtraining? Oh, you may have a point there, Scott. Oh, are you taking any supplements for your stress and anxiety? Yeah, I'm taking Escoanda. And that's why I can train five days a week. Can you see my point? Somebody can be say take Askawanda, but they're still training five days a week, which is still causing the stress, which is still backing up the, the hormonal system, which is still causing adrenal fatigue, which I've had people go, adrenal fatigue is a load of crap and they don't believe in it. And that's simply because they don't work with the doctors I work with. So sleep is really important. Lifestyle is really important. And the food that you eat. So Charles Parlequin talks about the paleo diet, and everyone should be on the paleo diet. Well, this isn't completely true. Because when you look at the metabolic typing diet, you've got carbohydrates, mixed types, and protein types. And I found that the carbohydrate type will look leaner on the carbohydrate diet. And the mixed type will look good on the mixed type diet. And the protein type diet, the protein type guy will look good on the protein type diet. Can you see where it's a complete science? And why you're not getting the results may not be your fault completely. The same as the next subject, number six, is uh, bad coaches and bad personal trainers. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> anyone can become a trainer. Anyone can call themselves a trainer. Uh, but if you're going to work in a big gym, you need a qualification to prove that, that you're a trainer. But because the trainers are so devalued now and they want to pay you £10 an hour, but they want you to spend £3,000 on a course, can you see that the, the trainer coach level may not be as good as what it could be? And I know a lot of trainers or I've seen a lot of trainers over my 22 years and I've seen guys come out and they've got a bachelor's degree in fitness or whatever or a master's and they're absolutely terrible. Because they have such a closed mind to everything that they're doing and because you know you look at their own physique, they're not like 
built like Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're built like Pee Wee Herman. So really important that if you're looking for strength and conditioning, find a strength and conditioning coach that has studied either Czech or Parlequin. Czech and Parlequin are really the leaders in the industry because Parlequin, to get to the top levels, not level one or two, is minimum of five years. And the same with Paul Czech is a minimum of three to four years in which to be coached by the academy to get to level four masters that I've done. So really vet your trainer, make sure they've got good qualification, make sure they're make sure they're constantly studying. I've read 11 books in January. Simply because I want to make sure that I'm giving my clients the best of the best for what they pay me. And I love finding out new information like the next month. I will watch every, I will watch and listen to everything that Parlequin has put out there, take notes and then investigate the books that he's recommending, the supplements and stuff like that and try it all out on myself and my clients. Okay, so when it comes to finding a good PT, personal trainer, coach, look at their website, look at their testimonials, look at their credit accreditations, and don't go for the cheapest. If you go for the cheapest, then you're getting the crappiest as far as I'm concerned. If a a trainer has a high self-worth and high self-value, they will charge a good amount of money because of the knowledge that they've got in which to help you get the results that you're looking for. Okay, number seven is consistency. So if you're not training four days a week or three days a week, which is average three days a week for people, and you're not consistent, you won't get the change. You won't get the benefit. If you want bigger legs, bigger arms, that will take you six months to a year. It's not gonna happen in three weeks. Like I get women, and some guys say to me, Scott, you're big and bulky. I don't wanna look like you. And I went, well, I've been working on my big and bulkiness for 35 years. If you think it's that easy to get bigger and stronger, I'll train you for free. Because it isn't, unless you're a genetic freak and there's not many of them out there apart from my old guy, golfing client that I found in uh, in 22 years of training clients. So consistency, consistency, document what you're doing, uh, keep a diary of your workouts and remember you've got to change it consistently. If I put you on a building site, what would you be like the first week? Really hard. Second week? easier third week even easier fourth week walk in the park does that make sense so you must have a program design every four six or twelve weeks or two weeks if you've been uh, if you've been training for years and years like myself all right coming to the last one now which is knowledge so I can recommend hundreds of books uh, that you can read so exercise the exercise the myth uh, growing with uh, HGH functional anatomy of sport the mood cure by Julia Ross uh, ultimate arm size and guide by 
Charles Parlequin, Ultimate Guide to Squatting by Charles Parlequin, the German volume comp training book. Uh, what else have we got here? We've got Charlene QI Qigong. Then we've got Modern Trends in Strength Training. Uh, then we've got Qigong Meditation. Then we've got, what else we've got? Uh, your body never, you, when your body says no and, and you say yes, which is all about stress. Uh, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, another great book. So many books that you can read. Uh, Czech Institute's program design, Charles Parlequin's program design. Uh, a lot of the program designs are covered in his book, German Volume Training. So there's some great recommendations for you to educate yourself, to get yourself into the best possible shape in 2022. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please go to my uh, TikTok uh, channel, which is Active Bryant Systems again, or go to my YouTube, which is uh, Scott Bryant's Fitness Systems, over 2,000 videos on there. Uh, I really love what I do and really love helping people. So I hope this has helped you. If you've got any questions, please post them below. And if you'd like to check my book out, it's on Amazon. And the book is called Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies. Get the body and fitness you want now. Thank you. Peace out. Lots of love. Keep fit. Keep healthy. Keep smart. Hello and welcome to Active Bryant Systems. I'm Scott Bryant and this podcast is all about growing young with HGH, growth hormone. So growth hormone is an essential hormone in the body, but as we age from 30 years onwards, we start to deplete our growth hormone levels. The same as to testosterone in men, but in women, testosterone increases. That's why they need to shave their face as they get older, which is not a nice thing really, but uh, this is just the stage of aging. So if you're suffering with pain, aches, feeling tired all the time, you don't wanna go down the gym and you've gained extra body fat around your waist from 30 onwards, it could be just be the fact of no exercise and bad diet. But added to that could be your HGH levels are very low. Now, I don't know how many doctors are testing for this, but me as a strength and conditioning coach, personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach, uh, sports massage therapist, master pool check practitioner, and soon to be naturopath and biosignature practitioner, I look at the body from the inside out. So many clients will moan to me, oh, I've got this body fat and I can't get rid of it around my belly. Now, when growth hormone is not at its peak, this is when you start to see signs of a Budweiser tumor in men and uh, love handles in women and a poochy belly because Belly fat sites is a growth hormone and uh, cortisol. So if cortisol <laughs> levels are high, 
because of stress, going to bed late, not eating according to your metabolic type, and not having a balanced exercise program, or not even exercising, then this could be the reason why you're storing all this body fat in your belly. And especially for men that drink huge amounts of beer, beer suppresses lots of hormones, including testosterone. So really, really important if you wanna have a six pack look is to increase your growth hormone levels. But nobody is really testing for this apart from the bio signature modulation system and uh, myself when I do holistic lifestyle coaching with people, they get tons of paperwork to fill out and then I'm doing 150 different assessments and lab work to find out how hormones are functioning in the body. So telltale signs are low energy, low muscle mass, aches and pains everywhere, just can't function properly. And many people will think, right, I'll go and have a growth hormone injection and get get that done to boost my growth hormone. Now this could be a bad idea because Growth hormone injections are averagely priced out at a thousand pounds a jab. When as you can do natural things in which to increase your growth hormone. So in the book, Dr. Ranald Case talks about how your training regime can increase your growth hormone. How much glutamine you take can increase your growth hormone naturally. So L-glutamine is, is, a, is a protein, amino acids, and he was recommending taking three to six grams before you go to bed at night to increase growth hormone. Then he uh, recommended uh, six different exercises, which were the squat, the bench press, the bent over row, farmer's walks, deadlifting, and Swiss ball crunching with weights. So that's six exercises doing uh, eight sets on each exercise, up to eight repetitions with one to two minute rest period and repeating this four times a week in which to get your optimum levels of growth hormone increasing again. And then, then, sorry about me coughing. And then in the book, he recommends fasting. Now I already know from Dr. Robert Morsey's book, no, Dr. Robert Fung's book, uh, that fasting is essential for increasing growth hormone. So increasing growth hormone to optimum levels from age 30 to 60 is really important, but what you do, you do a fast, one day fast every two weeks. A one day fast, no eating, every two weeks, and this will enhance your growth hormone. So in Grow Younger with uh, HDH, there's lots of tips and tricks and supplementation in which to help enhance your growth hormone. And one of them was uh, BCAAs. So I recently put some videos on TikTok and got absolutely hammered by people saying they don't work, it's not working, blah, blah, blah. So then what I've done is, is that I've taken 40 grams 
of BCAAs every time I train. I've gained about just under half an inch on my arms, half an inch on my legs. My body weight has gone down, but my muscle mass has gone up. And I've only been using the system for just over four weeks now. And I'm using German volume training in which to get more muscle definition and thickness. So what I'm realizing from all the stuff that I've read in different books, including the Growth Hormone book, that these things do work. But unfortunately, there's so much misinformation in the media and people think Google is God. So they misinterpretate the information that's online. So what I've been saying in my posts and on TikTok and other places is that you should try these systems before you say it doesn't work. Well, if it doesn't work and you haven't tried it, how are you going to bloody know? You're not going to know, are you? So if you want to lose and lose fat and build muscle, reverse the effects of aging, strengthen your immune system, improve your sexual performance and lower your blood pressure and cholesterol, as well as stop other diseases like diabetes, dementia and other things just by boosting your HDH naturally with exercise, diet, fasting and L-glutamine supplementation as well as lysine and some other supplements he's recommended as well in which to boost growth hormone levels. So if you're feeling stressed, tired and low uh, send me an email at my website activebryantsystems.com and I will try and help you the best way that I can. Uh, but obviously I'm running a business so there's a paid for service. And you can read my book Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want. You can go to my TikTok channel and it's Active Bryant Systems on TikTok and Get the Body and uh, Scott Bryant's Fitness Systems on YouTube. So I hope you've enjoyed this quick podcast about HDH and how important it is and why you shouldn't pay for an injection, why it's much better to boost it naturally, which you can. And remembering that when you hit 60, your growth hormone is about 1%. So if you're trying to gain muscle mass or strength, it may be quite hard because you've got one of the essential jigsaw pieces missing in which to stay strong fit and healthy as you go through the aging process so i hope you've enjoyed this please like please subscribe please share and uh, i'll be doing another podcast later about how to reduce body fat and some body fat reducing tips for the for the visceral fat in the stomach so thanks very much for listening thank you bye bye